This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Open for Business. Mietia Food was founded back in 2017 with a mission to reimagine the way people eat and to create food products that are healthy, enjoyable and convenient for the mass market while also being sustainable for the planet. With three brands, Heal Nutrition and Snappy, currently under the wings, we're here with Justin Chan, founder and director of Mietia Foods. Yes, correct. Correct. To hear about their mission to create healthy food and beverages for people with a planet in mind. So, uh, good morning, Justin. Welcome back. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you were here in 2020, well, you know, online anyway, the height of the pandemic. And your story is that you started in 2017. Yep, correct. As I was saying that you've got Heal Nutrition and Snappy and now... Tips. Tips. T-H-I-P-S. We will go into all the brands specific in just a moment, but a little bit about yourself, Justin. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Justin, founder and director of Meteor Food. A little bit about my background, I was a finance graduate from London School of Economics, but didn't fancy any banking kind a job. So I decided to join a Lazada as a business analyst for about a year, then quit as well because decided not my thing as well. I became a fitness trainer for about six months freelance just to figure out what I should do next. So during that six months period, I saw an opportunity in the market. So a lot of my clients that time, uh, they were aware of the importance of protein, but they're just not taking enough of it simply because our daily diet in Asians are always like high in carbs, high in fats, but lack of protein. You see our Asian food, like, it's delicious, but it's just, like, laksa, Nestle, and so on. It's just not macronutrients-friendly. So we also realized that a lot of them were not keen to take all these protein supplements because uh, most of the brand just tastes horrible. Mm. Yeah, they use all the flavoring, coloring, just to cut costs. And a lot of times, chocolate protein shakes doesn't taste like chocolate at all. So we kind of dig in further in this space and realized that why not we just remove all these flavoring Mm. and use, like, real ingredients such as real matcha, real coffee and real chocolate to flavor it so that people can enjoy as a beverage something you order from your favorite cafe we are having the nutrition benefits of it so our first flavor was actually matcha latte and a lot of people say it tastes like one of the famous cafe chain (laughs) the matcha latte but with no sugar added high protein and lower calorie as well okay so this is under your first brand which is snappy Uh, heal nutrition heal nutrition 2017 so heal nutrition is largely protein shakes focus so it's a protein shake brand so currently we are the number one local brand in the market. So we just got one of the data from one of the biggest uh, e-commerce uh, players because they have the yearly review, right? So they were mentioning that we are the third brand in this category, hmm. just behind two international brands, which has been in the market for decades. Okay. So, I mean, well done to the team as well. Right. Well, th- how big is the team? So currently we have close to 20 people now. It's okay. still growing. Yeah. So. And you've got also food scientists with yes, you. Yes, we have two full-time food scientists in the team now. Okay. Of course, I heard about you again because you're part of the Endeavor Scale-Up program, Cohort 3. Yes. And I want to talk a little bit about your decision to participate because you've also taken part in a few other things along the way. That was Heal Nutrition. And then Snappy came about when? 
So, uh, Snappy, the idea came about in 2019. Mm. So, it took us about six months to finalize the recipe, formulation, and production plan as well. So, we launched it right after MCO was announced mm. because the products were ready, then MCO was announced. So, we have to like kind of like pivot our marketing and distribution channel. So, we launched it online first. So, the idea of Snappy was coming from, based on our experience with uh, Hue Nutrition, I realized a lot of people are adopting more towards like plant-based options. So we came out with our vegan series for Hue Nutrition. So we also realized that a lot of our customers were actually consuming Hue Nutrition protein shakes with plant-based milk. Right. Yeah, so they were mixing with like oat milk, almond milk, and so on. So we said, hey, why not we just look further into this space? So we realized that although there were many plant-based options out there, but they're always nutritionally inferior compared to cow's milk. Mm. So just for example, one cup of almond milk only contains one gram of protein, which is eight times less than dairy milk. And also majority of the plant-based milk also contain allergen as well. So if you talk about soy, soy is an allergen. If you talk about oatmeal, it contains gluten, which is also an allergen. If you talk about almond milk, it's also an allergen because it's nuts, right? So that's why we were searching for the best milk alternative out there. So it turns out pea were the answer all along. Because if you talk about pea farming, pound for pound, pea farming emits 500 times less carbon emission than beef. Okay. So it's definitely one of the most sustainable food sources in the world. And in terms of like protein content, it also produces the highest protein contents among all the crops out there as well. So it made it a no-brainer for us to make milk out of peas. Okay, so and it's not an allergen. Yeah, it's not an allergen. You never heard of anyone allergic to peas, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a major allergen in the list. wanting to eat peas, but yes. then as a milk. So in terms of marketing, is that mm-hmm. a lot more difficult, like trying to educate people? Because I guess people now would know my oat, my soy, my almond, right? So this is something new. Yes, it's a new category. So we are the first pea milk in Asia. So it comes with like challenges as well in terms of like educating the consumer why peas, right? Because pea is not kind of like a major staple food for Malaysian or Asian diet. So definitely it comes with a lot of like education, marketing needed to kind of educate why peas are better compared to other plant-based milk out there. So there are a lot of education in terms of the nutrition profile, allergen profile, and also the environmental impact of it. But of course, there are a lot of education needs to be done. And I think it definitely takes time, but we will foresee it will be fast forwarded compared to like oat milk, for example. So everyone talking about oat milk, right? But Oatly actually started 27 years ago. No one's Mm. noticed about it, but it got very popular in the past three to five years time. So everyone thought it's an overnight success, but it's actually not true because that company has been there for 27 years. I see. So it actually takes time, but we foresee for P will take lesser time because people are more aware of plant-based so. options. People are looking for more alternatives now, right? Yes, correct. So overnight oats, right? It's not overnight story for oats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And of course, now you come up with tips. Yes, correct. This is tempeh. Okay, so the tagline for tips is wholesome snacks at your fingertips. Okay. Yeah, so that's how we came up with the brand. So we started with tempeh chips as our first series because personally, I love tempeh a lot as a person who wants to adopt more plant-based diet. It's kind of like a go-to protein source for majority of the consumers. So we started with tempeh chips. Then in the next 12 months time, we also will have offering of different kind of snacks for the consumer as well. So the idea of like tips, we want to kind of like produce snacks products right. using wholesome ingredients. Ingredients that people can pronounce it and understand as well, rather mm. than all the chemical sounding ingredients, which we don't even want to consume it. And definitely we won't want to like produce such offering to the consumers as well. Right. You know, having been around for, uh, you know, the last five years, what about in terms of the pricing? What goes mm-hmm. into the considerations for pricing? 
They're not cheap, cheap. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I guess it, the thinking behind it. Yes, I think our products are still slightly on the higher side of things mm. because of the ingredients that we use. We are very particular about the ingredients we use, real ingredients. Even for our patient fruit, we use like real patient fruit powder. We cost a lot. Even the supplier asks us whether you want to add some flavoring and start to cut the cost. But we insist not to because we believe that consumer can actually taste the difference. Mm. And once you can justify the values that can provide to the consumer, I don't think the price is a reason to stopping them from like consumer consuming our products. Mm. Okay. I'm here with Justin Chan, founder and director of Metia Foods. So we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Stay tuned to Open for Business, BFM 89.9. Broking financial mergers. BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Peter Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. I'm here with Justin Chan, founder and director at Metier Foods. He was on with, with us in 2020 talking about a Snappy, uh, which is one of the brands under Metier Foods. Of course, he's also got Heal Nutrition and now he's got Tips, T-H-I-P-S, okay? I'm trying to ha- see how to pronounce that. But anyway, one of the things is that, of course, I heard about you because uh, you're part of the Endeavor Scale-Up Program Cohort 3 and you've also been part of the Magic Accelerator Program, uh, the Alliance Bismarck Challenge. Yeah, that was also- when I met uh, Malik. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was one of the judges. Right, and if you also uh, gotten funding from Cradle Fund, right? Yes. You know, I guess how have all these, you know, taking part in these accelerator programs and challenges helped your business? I mean, through along the way, I think when we started Hue Nutrition, our idea is just focus on Hue Nutrition. But throughout, I think we kind of like gained more experience and more mentorship from all these like amazing mentors throughout this, all this program. It definitely helped us to set the direction in the long run for the company as well. Mm-hmm. So Endeavors have like amazing mentors. Amale is one of them as well. So we talked to a lot of like people who have like 20, 30 years experience in this field as well. It definitely helped us to kind of like confirm our direction and right. also certain doubts that we have as well what kind of direction we should go for but talking with them with their experience it really helped us to be firm about our future for the company and for the team as well Okay, through these conversations Stream participated you know change or mm-hmm. pivoted what have you learned in the last five years? I think the program that we join gets more and more challenging <laughs> because like Magic is more like a kind of like startup kind of program. Then we got into Alliance Bismarck Challenge, which is more like an SME kind of setup. Then now we are in a skilled up phase where we join the skilled up program of Endeavor. So I think it's kind of like we have gone through the process of startup from zero to one. Now right. we are going through the phase of one to hundred, which is a skilled up. I think Things get more and more complicated, but it's also more and more exciting in the sense that every day you have different challenges to solve, right? But I think that's a sign of growth, right? In the mm. sense that we just get uncomfortable with the things we do every day, which means that we are trying something new, which is out of our comfort zone. So now, uh, one of the things that in terms of growth, you've also established an office in Singapore. Yes, correct. Right. And the reason behind that? So we're kind of like selecting which country we should go for next. So Malaysia, mm. we are still capturing more and more market share as well, but we also want to diversify 
right? So, so we were looking at countries we are more familiar with. Singapore is our neighbor, right? So we kind of like understand the market a little bit better as well. Right. And Singapore also kind of like international market for us because there are a lot of expats. So we actually got interest about our products from because of our distribution channel in Singapore mm. because they try it because there are a lot of people from other parts of the world mm. come to Singapore, work in Singapore and bump yeah. into our product and try it. They love it. They were asking, wait, hey, whether we could uh, import your products to our country as well. So it's more like an international gateway for us to explore the overseas market as well. And it's a more developed market as well in the sense that it helps us to understand the rest of the world better as well. Mm. And I think also it's a great place we're looking for investors. <laughs> yes, right? I think it's something that we will definitely explore in the next three years' time. Why not, right? And in terms of your go-to-market strategy, right, uh, or your distribution channels anyway, where are you currently available? So in terms of our products, mm. yeah, so we are currently available in majority of the retail chains such as uh, Jagosa, Village Grocer, Aeon. Uh, different products have different uh, retail chains, mm-hmm. but in total, we have like Caring as well, we have My News, we have Emart24, yeah, just majority of them. Okay, yeah. and of course, worst case, it can always go online. Yes, we have it on our official website for right. all the products that we have. We have also have our products on Lazada, Shopee, Redmart in Singapore as well, which is under Lazada. It's a grocery shopping platform. Okay, so right now, I guess if they want Snappy, it's S-N-A-P-P-E-A. Yep. If you want to check that out, Heal Nutrition, do a search and you find that. And, yeah. and tips will also be available online? Yes, correct. Okay, so that will have their own shelf and stuff, their own, yeah, own, own stores. Their own store, online and offline. Yes, correct. Online, offline. Okay, so and then when you talk about your go-to-market strategy, what sort of marketing do you do at the moment? I think it depends on the phase at the moment or previously. Uh, previously and at the moment. Okay. So previously when we started Heal Nutrition, right, I think uh, we did a lot of sampling event because that time also is a booming period for uh, fitness industry. Yes. So every week you see a new gym opening. Mm. So just tag along the gym opening and just let people try it. And seems, people seem to like the idea of having a nutrition beverage while having a great taste as well. Right. So we, that's how we started. We did almost one or two events every single week for a whole year. Oh. And that was how we built the community at the beginning right so now fast forward today we have a bigger team so now we focus it's more like a hybrid model in the sense that we still do sampling and stuff offline but we also do a lot of like digital marketing we have a team of like marketers in the team to do the digital social media posting and so on Okay, so when you started, was a team of how many? When we started, one and a half. So me full-time and also my co-founder, which was doing part-time. She was working in a corporate company, Shell, for about one and a half years. Then I asked her to quit to join me. Okay, all right. So now to a team of 20. And that's a different way again, right? Having to manage a team of 20. Yes, and yes, And finding yes. them, what's that like? I mean, hiring top talents, it's always challenging. Everyone's uh, one top talents in that team. So I think for us in the sense that a lot of them apply for Meteor Food for their next job mainly because they have tried our products. Ah. So that kind of like helped us like, hey, I've seen your product before, i tried your product before. So a lot of time when we ask them why they decided to join us because they see the values in the company in the sense that produce health food and beverage right. based on four pillars, healthy, tasty, convenient and sustainable for our consumers. And they kind of like the concept of it and that's the reason why most of them decided to join us. Alright, so now I was just saying that you are also in terms of availability you are also available in Australia 
Oh, uh, so the one we mainly focus on e-commerce only. Okay, yeah. and Brunei. Brunei, we have physical distribution oh, and physical? Hong Kong as well. Hong Kong as well. Yeah. Uh, Maldives. Maldives, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we Where have distributor there. I think these are main countries, so we also don't want to spread ourselves too thin as well. And also, we are quite selective in terms of our distributors as well. Okay. It's not just like one time or we want to have a long term relationship as well. Right. So we always try not to spread ourselves too thin and try to get the as right, much. And you want to yeah. work with the right partners. Correct. Right? Right. It's a long-term business, right, rather than just a one-off order. That, that's what we are looking for. Right, okay. So, and I guess right now, uh, moving forward, mm-hmm. uh, what are you looking at? Are you looking more funding? So, in terms of future plans, so I think as a whole, we want to be the number one health food and beverage company in the APEC region, where mm-hmm. we're based at. So, that's a goal. So, definitely in the next 24 months, we are still in the scale-up phase. We will right. be probably raising fund and another round, which mm-hmm. we close our Series A in end of 20. 21. Mm. So we are looking for another round probably in the next 12 months' time. Okay. Yeah. And of course, with that, your current plant capacity manufacturing plant is in Malaysia? So we have multiple countries now. So mm. I think it's more like diversifying our supply chain as well. Okay. Yeah. So we have uh, a few in Malaysia, a few in Indonesia as well. When During the pandemic, were there any issues in terms of logistics and supply chain? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So even raw material has uh, like skyrocketed yeah. in terms of like cost and stuff. Some of our material even double. Right. <laughs> Although we adjusted our price, but it's only like 10% increase compared right. to the raw material. Which is a lot yeah. more than 10%. Yes, yes, yes. So I think it's a challenge that everyone faces. So we are not complaining. It's just that we need to find solution for that. So we are trying to find a balance between keeping the business profitable while also not pushing too much into the pricing for our consumer. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, uh, Justin? Yeah, so I think Meteor Food, it's, our tagline is food reimagined. Mm. So we want to reimagine the food that consumers eat and consume and we want to be the number one choice for your health food beverage products. All right. All the best. I'm very excited to see your range of products. And it's like, wow, this is Malaysian. So uh, all the best. I've been speaking to Justin Chan, founder and director of Meteor Foods and you've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.